Welcome to the podcast. My name is Alex Girofanos, and I am your space science podcast host from the East Coast. Welcome to Today in Space. It is the end of July. We're wrapping up the month, and this has been a huge month for a lot of things space, all things space, if you will. A lot of it is this return to human space flight and the billionaires going into space in their own rockets and bringing other people with them, expanding what we've been doing for a while. But there's a lot to unpack with everything that happened. A lot of the time, you know, there's plenty to discuss from a technological perspective of what they were able to achieve. And I think that's mostly our focus here on the podcast with me being an aerospace engineer and being interested in that kind of stuff, right? But there's there's been... After talking with people who are not aerospace engineers, who are not in the space industry, it's there's a lot of different themes that have popped up. I've, I've got like five of these here that is kind of the general consensus of what I'm getting out of everything that happened this last month. And, and, and I want to bring it up to you because what I'm going to ask at the end of this and throughout this episode of the podcast is what you think. And I want to know what your thoughts are. This is... You know, I, I get a lot of stuff for this show by talking to people in person, right? Friends of mine, people that I know, uh, you know, they, they're aware that I do this podcast and they save their space questions and they, they bring it to me. So I'm opening that up to you for this whole episode and I'll, I'll bring it up later. But if there's anything in here that, that triggers something for you and you have a thought, please, if, if you're listening on YouTube, uh, which if you haven't already, like and subscribe on the page. Uh, click that bell so that you get future updates so you don't miss anything. Uh, or any your favorite pop- podcast player. Most people listen to this podcast on some kind of podcast player. So if anything here, you're like on the other end of this, yelling at the podcast saying, I, I, this is these are my thoughts. Send us that in either the comments or email us at todayinspacepodcast at gmail.com. So the first one that we're going to go with here. Uh, the billionaires going to space really bothers people. There's, there are, there are some people that this is, and 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 it makes complete sense, especially given the times that we're in right now, right? There, there's still plenty of people who still don't have jobs. Uh, this pandemic is not hundred uh, all the way over. We're still not out of the woods completely yet, and things have not returned to normal. And there's a lot of people struggling right now. So the timing of this, there is no doubt that. If you could plan this, there was a better time to do this. I I got a lot of hope out of this, but I've also been in this game for the space game for a decade at least, where it's meant, you know, my my livelihood basically. I do, you know, went to school as as an aerospace engineer uh, and worked a little bit in the industry. So this is really important. We have a podcast weekly that we talk about this. So obviously that's my perspective, um, and honestly. Both Blue Origin and Virgin Galactic probably wish they could have done this five years ago. You know, I think that was probably in the plan was 2015, 2016 that this would have happened. And I'm sure there still would have been negativity about it. Um, I think the idea of rich people building something to get off the planet when that money could be used on Earth, which is one of our other ones here. uh, That's our number two. That bothers people. That has bothered people through the entirety of the space program, back to the the original space race, and what was going on when NASA was going to the moon and and building the Apollo program. the The country was in the middle of a civil rights movement, um, and it has come up time and time again that 
why are we taking this money to go invest in space when we should be using that money to solve our problems down here on Earth? And that's, that's going to be something we tackle a lot. We've tackled this question a lot throughout different times of this podcast, uh, throughout different times in, in our, in our uh, <laughs> multiverse here. The issue there is it's not, we have had, and I'm, I'm, tr- I try to be li- I'm trying to be light when I bring this up because, you know, uh, I, I'm so passionate on the other side about this. There's so much that space technology does to help us understand Earth by getting off of Earth, right? There's a lot of there's a lot of drug developments that have happened by using the zero gravity environment in the ISS that have saved a bunch of lives, and we're also learning way more about the climate to affect what kind of change may be detrimental to humans living on Earth, right? We're learning that by investigating planets like Mars, planets like Venus. So there's a lot that we can learn about our habitat, Earth, by looking outside. Now, what definitely I think we can all agree on is that the money that we are spending on the problems on Earth, which far outweighs the amount of money being spent uh, on these space programs, there's definitely a way that we can do this better. And what I want to do is bring up the ways in which we can make things better with the money, with the resources we already have, right? Um, I also think that because I think we can all I think we can all agree that uh, we we are we are not making the most out of <laughs> out of our effort um, here. The people that are in charge, you know, even in our country, you know, there's def- everyone can definitely say that certain things could be done better. So that that is a problem I think of humanity has been a problem with humanity of figuring stuff out and. and doing things that's right for most people, I don't think it's in our nature to do that. So I think that will always be an argument, and I think there's always a reason for pushing for the impossible and doing impossible things like going into space, going to other planets, that we've now found. That brings a lot of hope, right? A lot of excitement that we can do new things. Ask anyone who was alive, who was a child, watching the early moon missions, the Apollo missions, talk to anyone who was a kid when they were or, or young impressionable when Apollo 11 happened they they light up every time they talk about it. you can see how much that moment meant to them and I think that's really important especially in a time when hope is is not a thing that's in abundance right now so I, I hear that argument I don't think it's the end argument but I hear you it's it's it definitely pokes at the fact that we could be do, doing better as a whole here on the planet. Number three, anecdotally, it seems that the rage from the people is coming mostly post-Jeff Bezos and Blue Origin to space, and it was not as bad after Richard Branson went up. Now, to that point, I think Jeff Bezos is a much more well-known character, especially here in the U.S., and... I think Richard Branson, I don't think many people even understood what Richard Branson and Virgin Galactica was doing. I think both these companies, I think in the zeitgeist, in whatever most, what you would say, I guess the average person would know, these two companies is not on that list. Uh, And part of that is because they've been working so long on this, it's a difficult problem, right? Um, But it's also, I mean, there's still people who don't think NASA exists anymore. 
Uh, I think that's changed in the last few years, but for a while there, uh, people didn't even think NAS existed. So I, I think it's come out of nowhere, and I think Jeff Bezos and Blue Origin being the second one, that just kind of added fuel to the fire of everything that we discussed in number one, and then, of course, number two for this week, which, again, is, is, is an argument that's been there since the start of the space program. All right, number four. Remember, if any of these bring up anything that you want to share, your thoughts, please comment or email us at todayinspacepodcast.gmail.com. Now, number four, the uh, the space plane concept that Virgin Galactic has going with Spaceship Two seems to make more sense to people in general. I think people who are not in the space industry that have to imagine going up in space and then have to imagine going into a plane, which they've already done, the space plane is something that I think more people would be apt to pay for. If they were the same price and they were accessible, I think more people would choose the Virgin Galactic option because they're more used to that experience. And there's a there's a high level of safety that comes with the aerospace industry and um, commercial airliners that people trust, and then that gets transferred to something like Spaceship Two for Virgin Galactic. So that's that's why I think more people are apt to that as opposed to the capsule that uh, Blue Origin has. And number five, um, I was blown away by the amount of emotion that these that these human flights had behind them for myself and, and, and anyone else I was watching it with too. And I, I even watched the Blue Origin one twice. And both times I had chills, I had goosebumps, and I w- was emotional. I was really emotional. And I'm, I'm trying to... It's not... And this, this brings up our final topic, but it's not like these people that were the crew, and this is not taking anything away from what they did, but it's not like they were the ones piloting uh, Spaceship Two or piloting New Shepard, right? And in New Shepard's case, it's basically completely automated, right? The whole system is, is, is made to, at a certain point, launch, and then release the capsule, land the booster, and then return the capsule. Like, that's 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 how it's built. Virgin Galactic obviously having actual pilots I was emotional for those crew that were not actually flying what is that where where does that come from you know I'm my big my big thing has always been that I went to school for the space shuttle and then I was never able to work on the space shuttle um and so the space shuttle is is as as a core for me because it meant everything, and it wasn't just me, it's the, the entire world. The space shuttle was how NASA sent human beings to space. When that got retired, people didn't think it existed anymore. Um, it, was, it, was a, it was a huge icon. Is it because of... Is it because we've... And this is, of course, not scientific. This is, of course, like, um, philosophical. But is it that the space shuttle tragedies, Columbia and Challenger, did... Did those now every time someone actually goes into space, are, are, am I are we aware of the actual challenge, the safety concerns, the fact that yes, people can die if things don't go right, if we make bad decisions, or or is there something else at play here? Is has did twenty twenty wreck us that bad that just the you know the, the, at the core of what of what this podcast is kind of built off of that if you know if you shoot high enough. 
You may not go where you thought you were going to go, but you're going to land somewhere way farther than you thought you'd ever be. Um, has this last year been so terrible that the idea of human beings getting off of this planet, even just past the edge of it, is that just offering some hope when there isn't a lot of it? Like, it's 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 a wild, wild thing. I want to know if any of you were as emotionally uh, involved in these in these missions when you watched them, and if you were one of those people that have a big problem with the billionaire space race, did you still have that emotion? Do, are you still having that emotion and then also struggling with the idea that it's the billionaires that are able to do this and not everybody else? I'm, I'm really interested in that, and I'm trying to figure out where that's coming from. So those are my big five for takeaways for this July and this this crazy human space flight journey that we've had again what did you think i want to know your thoughts your critiques we're obviously welcoming the critiques we gave all of ours in the last episode episode 248 the last one so if you do want to hear what we really think which kind of did a quick review of that up there of the good the bad the ugly who who is blue origin who is virgin galactic it's a good episode to go listen to um, but we want to know what you think about those five different topics. And really, what is this billionaire space race doing to you as a human being? How, how is it making you feel? And break down that, right? Break that down. What What is it about the billionaire space race that bothers you? Let's be specific because I think it's important. I think it's important. This is only one aspect of what space flight is right now for humanity, which, again, is, is evolving at a rapid rate. But I want to see if we can dial in what it is that we're actually dealing with. It's a little bit of our own uh, our, our own therapy here. But I think it's an interesting idea. We're human beings at the end of the day. We're, we're emotional apes So with amazing technology. So we can't walk away from the emotion. And maybe if we can try to understand it, that's great. So let me know what your thoughts. Comments below or email us at todayinspacepodcast at gmail.com. Before we get into our uh, our, our new concept for the week. I wanted to let you know how to support the podcast. Obviously, we talked about this before. Subscribe to the podcast, your favorite podcast player, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever else you listen to. That's huge. If you can give us a review, that's even better. That puts us, that helps the algorithm say, hey, we like you. Let's put you in front of more people. So please do that. That's great. There's also, of course, YouTube. Subscribe to that channel. Hit the bell so that you get a notification every time a new one comes out. Like our videos share your share the videos that stuff helps tremendously and it's from people like you doing that that this show is growing and getting getting out there to more people and then of course we are also funded by ag 3d printing our 3d printing lab where we bring ideas into reality and if you want we bring your ideas into reality so we use 3d printing on our instagram page at ag 3d printing to bring our own ideas into reality. Uh, we have an Etsy shop where we sell stuff. That's ag3dprinting.etsy.com. You can check that out. Support us there. And if you have any spe- special projects, if you have things in the works, whether you're a student, maybe your lab's not accessible now because it's COVID, or maybe it's there's too much work going to those labs and you got to get it done, but it's it's backed up and all that stuff we're here for you there's also an education discount so you can talk to us about that 25 percent off if you're a student then of course if you just have an idea like this is the time to start shooting for those big goals how can you take a little bit of money that you still have saved up 
to invest in yourself, invest in an idea, to make something real, to see if that idea has legs to go further with it. That's another thing that we do here at AG3D Printing. So if you want to learn more, go to ag3d-printing.com for our website. You can check out where all our information is and get an idea what our free quote process looks like. But we can help you use 3D printing to bring ideas into reality for yourself. So that's how this podcast is funded. Now let's move on to a new concept brought to us by Jacob Hoffman at Wildling Up North on Twitter. Thank you, Jacob, for uh, responding to our our retweet of an interesting article, uh, Space News. We'll have it in this week's episode. And it's the FAA deciding that astronaut wings are only for the crew that actually performs flight safety functions and not the tourists. So getting more granular about this open access to space and what this is going to mean long term and what these billionaires actually get awarded for paying for their basically way up into space. The FAA has chosen to keep those astronaut wings restricted to very specific standards. And it makes sense. Astronauts are the extremely trained professionals, essentially. You know, that's why the NASA Astronaut Corps has been so restrictive so and not not on purpose but there's there is a very specific set of disciplined people that can get to the point to there's so much that needs to be done on a mission like a falcon 9 and a crew dragon to the international space station the soyuz system right even on that and then operating when you're up there you're not just there for the ride you've got to be able to actually help while you're up there you got to you got to keep that thing going right so there is a ton of training that goes into all of that. And I think Jacob did a great job of breaking down this distinction between astro passengers versus astronauts. The FAA definitely thinks there's a difference. And it's definitely been a term that's been used le- loosely, I guess. If there's, a, if there's a sixth thing to recap from this last July, it's that nobody really knew what to do with the term astronauts. So it's starting to boil down. There's still some people that think that astronauts, that that the people that just fly up, that pay for a ticket and don't help get up there or return, that they should also be astronauts. But, and I'll, uh, I want to know what your your thoughts are here. Definitely leave a comment below. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go through some of this. You could read the full thing uh, from Jacob. <laughs> I'll cut out I think a sentence here or two. But uh, here's the general idea. So thanks again, Jacob. So the article first, the tweet from Joseph Collar uh, says, interesting choice of words and who gets FAA astronaut wings? Only the crew who performs space space flight safety functions, not the tourist. I said interesting. Jacob tweeted back replying, I tend to agree. For 60 years, the term astronaut has been a highly skilled and disciplined professional. Uh, does, Does basically every person that stands up in the aisle before the plane even gets to the gate become a pilot or a flight crew because they bought a ticket you know obviously if if i fly on a plane today i ain't apply it (laughs) i'm not a pilot (laughs) Uh, so it's a good point and he said i think a simple and effective title for these passengers would be space flyers which i really like so thank you so space flyers versus space or space flyers versus astronauts so he says it's literally correct it recognizes that they've done something special and it doesn't require reductive qualifiers like tourist or participant or amateur 
which is good, right? It's not downgrading. I think that's great. And they bought a ticket to space, so they flew in space, so they are space flyers. No need to... Uh, see, this is this is where my English catches up to me. <laughs> uh, demunize? Demutinize? Or aggrandize it, and it maintains the current vernacular of an astronaut being a professional spaceflight crew member. Jacob, I love that. I wanted to share that here on the podcast because it is a really good perspective that I think gets muddied in in the mainstream discussion of this. You know, how... And I think part of this is because we've basically had a decade of the public not being completely aware that we were still sending astronauts into space. Um, I know that may seem shocking to a lot of people that listen to this podcast if you're if you're been in the space industry a long time or you've you've been you're just a, a big enthusiast that you've been paying attention for a long time. That's and that's awesome. But there's a lot of people who literally didn't know NASA existed once the space shuttle was was retired. So, this is good that we're having this this discussion. I think space flyers is the perfect term and I think we're going to use that going forward. Um so thank you Jacob if you're cool with that. Um we're going to use space flyers when we talk about these people going taking their trip up there. You know, we here at the podcast we applied to that Omaze flight which you should definitely do yourself for Virgin Galactic's trip. You get a pair of tickets to go into space if you win and that would make us space flyers. And it's cool, you know, there are there are astronaut wings that you would get if you were an actual astronaut, but I think it's cool too to think, you know, there's now this whole new set of of emblems and pins and things that you can earn that is a pretty elusive group. Um, yes, the people with money will have the, the first chances at that. And that's no different than the, the plane. The plane started off as a military application and then it slowly became commercial, the most rich and famous being able to uh, to travel. Everyone else then slowly being able to do so to the point now where the distinction between uh, uh, the, the class and how much some people will pay for certain seats in the plane is very much apparent. But regardless, we all eventually got access to doing so. And we hope that'll be the case here and at some point become bigger and grander uh, because of the environment that you're in. So um, at some point, we we hope, we hope one day that this becomes something that everyone has access to. And we want to talk about all the different ways that you can go to space or at least get involved in the space industry in some way. I think that's probably why you're listening to this podcast. Uh, so that's pretty much it. Uh, the only thing I'll say is uh, Starship continues to develop down in Boca Chica, Texas. Uh, in Starbase, they, uh, there's lots, lots of construction going on, lots of building going on. Uh, Elon Musk is uh, living there in his fifty thousand dollar little, little mobile home that he's, uh, he's, he's put up there, and he's working on the job. That's, that's, he's living there. That's what he does. He loves sleeping in the middle of the manufacturing floor and, and getting dirty with the engineering. So. It is in full swing in Boca Chica at Starbase, and uh, interesting enough, uh, NASA spaceflight—they <laughs> are pretty much always filming at all the really interesting places here in the U.S. that have space going on. Florida, Texas, and <laughs> they caught a crop duster plane. It was dropping some propellant for uh, the mosquitoes over the Starbase area, and. Uh, 
apparently it was really bad down there. It's been really bad up here in the Northeast. Like, hordes of, like, horde swarms of mosquitoes, like, hovering around me as I'm getting out of in the morning, going into my car. I, I walked up to my car the other day, and literally on the side of the car, with the, like, the whole driver's side was covered in a cloud of mosquitoes, and I just had to say, I'm going to get, like, three of these in the car, and I'm just going to have to deal with it. And that happened for, like, a few days. The town finally ended up spraying. It's been crazy, but that's just been the weather. I don't know what it's been like in Texas, but up here... It's been rain, 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 some sun, and and more rain. I mean, there's there's more mushrooms out in the in any of the grass room grass areas. Um, there's mold like crazy, and it's just humid. So, um, but we are, we're here, we're alive, we're here on the podcast. Thank you for joining us. That's our quick, hopefully quick. Let's see, ah, twenty five minutes. That's a regular episode. All right. <laughs> I'll blame my Greek genetics for that. So, thank you for joining us. Uh, we're really glad to uh, have another podcast with you guys. Thank you for joining us this week. As always, spread love and spread science. Uh, share the episode with people. Spread the word out there. Uh, go check out ag3d-printing.com if you're interested in, in bringing an idea into reality. And, of course, our Instagram page at ag3dprinting. Follow us on social media, Today in Space Pod, on Instagram and Twitter, and then, of course, Today in Space on TikTok and our Facebook group, Today in Space Podcast. Thanks for joining us, everybody. And don't forget to let us know your thoughts from this week's episode and what this billionaire space race has meant to you so far. And uh, let's let's get those thoughts and critiques in here, and we'll, we'll do an episode, and we'll cover that. Be well. See you next time. Live long and prosper.